0: Hey there. Are you struggling to find customers or maybe you have an offline business and you're trying to figure out how to transfer it to the online world? You've heard that people can make money with courses and coaching, but you're just not sure how to do that. And specifically, you might be looking for a more clever, fun and interesting way to get new customers. Welcome to Podcast Persuasion. I'm your host, Camille. And for the last 12 years, I've been using podcasting to grow three very successful million dollar businesses online using my voice and the power of podcasting, both public and private. And if you're not sure what that is, then stay tuned as I walk you through the opportunity that's available for you. Let's dive in. It is a beautiful sunny day here in California. We've had lots and lots of storms for the last couple of weeks, flooding, mudslides, just all hell's breaking loose here. And uh, so it's nice to have a really beautiful sunny day. And I thought it'd be a perfect day to record a message to you and talk to you about um, a pretty interesting phenomenon that keeps coming up with me and my clients. I help a lot of my clients with this problem issue. And so I wanted to, and so I talk about it a lot, but I haven't actually talked about it publicly. So I'm going to share it with you guys today in the hopes that it can really help you make a decision and um, move forward, hopefully with working with me inside of my group program called Podcast Persuasion, where I help you start a podcast that makes money, that is profitable And by profitable, I don't mean with sponsorships and affiliates and all these other types of ways. I mean, literally just with the thing that you're selling and how to do that in the simplest, most focused, fastest way for the least amount of money. So what I'm going to talk about today is something called business brain, business anxiety or entrepreneurial anxiety. It is a phenomenon that is specific to people that are business owners, entrepreneurs, and so I'm going to talk through how this kind of shows up in um, when you're trying to buy something or sign up for something or you're thinking about doing something. I'm going to talk through why this holds so many people back. So, first of all, let's talk with the let's talk about the fact that entrepreneurs and business owners have our visionaries. We are, unlike most of the population, we are big thinkers. We like to dream and literally visualize. new life for ourselves. This is the front part of our brain, our prefrontal cortex. It's this really big, beautiful thing that dreams up all kinds of new realities. So, you know, if you're one of these people, you're the person that's like, hey, I'm thinking I might start a restaurant next month, or I want to create a program and teach quilting across the country, or I want to help somebody do X, Y, and Z. Meanwhile, your neighbors are not thinking about that, right? So many people in your family are not visualizing, doing something new in their reality. Uh, they're kind of plugging along day by day by day, and they're they're not visioning something new. So that is unique to people that are visionaries. And st- many many studies have now been done around entrepreneurs and business owners, and they are usually uh, have large visioning parts of their brain. So that's fantastic, right? We can visualize and think about something and spend all of our time worrying about it, wondering about it, questioning it, getting super excited about it, right? We can literally feel that new reality. So that part's great. We need that. We need that motivation. We need that vision to create something brand new. And obviously I have it. I've created lots of new things from scratch and been able to see them through. Now, the other side of this, the mirror of this, the kind of downside of this is that it has now been also proven that um, business owners and entrepreneurs have something called entrepreneurial anxiety, business anxiety. They have much higher levels of anxiety and stress. And so I wanted to walk through where that's coming from and how we can combat it, how it shows up. So what's really happening inside your brain, if you've never studied the brain or thought about how your brain works, or, you know, sometimes people call this mindset, there's lots of ways, manifestation, like there's lots of kind of buzzwords around what's actually happening. But what I think a lot of people may not know is that there's a physical, a physiological thing happening inside of your brain. We are 99% of the time doing things that are subconscious. They are unconscious. They are below the surface. It runs probably 80 to 90% of our decisions. And it is the brain's way of keeping things moving, keeping us quote unquote safe. The brain likes to do things that are familiar. And this is hardwired into our brains from birth, right? This is how humans were developed or created. However you believe that happened, it is the physical way that our brains are functioning and operating. So One way you could think about this is like the regular brain is functioning like a gas engine, right? It has a very, is a carburetor. It has a a whatever, a flywheel, whatever they call it. It has a radiator. It has the actual engine. It has um, spark plugs. It has a battery. It has a drivetrain. It has wheels, has a steering wheel. These are all functional things that make all those systems have to go to make the wheels actually turn, right? So that's how That's how our brains operate on a daily basis. That's the normal engine that runs it. Now imagine you are like, hey, I want to operate a hybrid car or an electric car. Well, that's like a different system, right? And so that car would be like, well, wait a minute, I'm a gas run car. I don't want to go to this hybrid or this electrical side. So it's going to fight that, right? You're going to have to figure out a way to get from one to the other thing. Now that's just to show you how mechanical... It is because when I work with a lot of clients, uh, a lot of times they don't actually realize there's a very mechanical thing happening inside the body, inside the brain that is dictating the decisions that you make, whether you sign up for a program or don't sign up for a program, whether you do the work or don't do the work, whether you let things stop you or you keep moving forward. These are real physical, physiological things that are happening inside of your brain that are dictating what you actually do that day, whether you... Um, show up and create a workshop to get people into your program, whether you place, do the video and then place the Facebook ad, whether you do the recordings for your podcast and then publish them, what these are the things that are dictating what you're actually doing. So it's incredibly powerful to understand that. Now, the thing is, is you can't really like will yourself to do these things. You have to really understand what's happening and kind of behaviorally change what you do. This is the fastest, easiest way to do it. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit back backtrack a little bit. So what's happening inside your brain is it wants to keep things familiar. It wants to stay the same. So the minute you take a vision like, Oh, I'd like to start a podcast and have that help me get clients to my business. Your brain immediately is like breaks, (laughs) full breaks, full stop. And it's going to come up with all kinds of reasons of why that's not going to work. Oh my gosh, that costs too much money. That's going to take too long. I don't know how to do it. I'm nervous about talking on on a microphone. My family's going to listen to it. Um, People are going to think I don't speak well enough. Um, I've never had to sell anything. I don't know how to sell on a podcast. Um, It's not going to work for me. It works for other people. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I can talk about enough stuff. I don't know if I'm interesting enough. Wow, this is really taking a long time. Wow, you know, this isn't working. Like Your brain is going to come up with a thousand reasons to keep you in the same place, safe and familiar. And what you need to realize, the big difference here is that people that are successful as entrepreneurs and business owners, we still have that entrepreneurial stress, that all those thoughts that are running through our heads, right? Questioning it, doubting it, uncertain, worried, stressed, nervous. That's like a physical manifestation that's happening. We're still feeling those things because our brain is literally uh, producing chemicals in our head that's causing a reaction in our body and causing a bunch of thoughts, right? The reality is that the most successful... Business owners that I see that start to do something new, they recognize that and they master those thoughts. They master that and recognize it for what it is. They recognize, oh, that's just that regular gas engine. It wants to keep working like a gas engine. It does not want to do something new, even if the new is a lot better, right? Even if the new is a lot better, they their brain is still going to be like, hell no, I don't want to do that. It's not going to work. So, this is what we call business anxiety, entrepreneurial anxiety. It is those questions and the worries and the over planning and the overthinking. <clears throat> it also shows up in, <coughs> um, sorry, I'm getting over a cold. It also goes up with, it comes up with your brain is like, oh well, I'll give you a bunch of meaningless small tasks to do that will keep you busy. And keep you focused on something that really isn't going to actually do anything. It's not going to actually move the needle, but you'll think you're doing something. So this might show up as signing up for a bunch of new things, constantly learning new things, um, but barely implementing anything. Right? You get you start to get started, it gets a little bit hard. You get to that point again, and your brain's like, "Nope, it's not going to work." Look, it's not working. When the reality is. Clearly, it's going to take longer than the first one or two steps of you doing something to make something work. But that doesn't mean that it won't work. And it doesn't mean that it's not worth the time and effort. So, to go back to the car analogy, what your brain will do with maximum consistency and confidence, right? Imagine that instead of that car being a car that's working really well, it's broke down, it's got three wheels it's stuttering, you know, it's a, right. It's barely working. Uh, the, the driver's side door doesn't open. The, the, uh, passenger side window doesn't roll down. The air conditioning hasn't worked for 12 years. Um, you know, you can't put anything in the trunk because the lid won't stay latched and it flies open. Like it's got all kinds of problems, but yet if you want to try to get convinced that car, (laughs) that gas car to go to a more efficient system, Let's just say that being a hybrid or an electrical system was a better way to get more sales, a faster, more streamlined, cheaper way of getting sales and leads. Your car is still going to do the same thing. No, 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 no. We're still rolling. I mean, we're on three wheels, but we can still roll and I can put down one window that gets some air movement in here. And do we really need all that luggage? Like, where are we going? We can just stay close to home, right? So your brain will continue to come up with all kinds of evidence and reasons why it's not ever going to work because it does not want to change. And the sooner you admit this or or recognize this as a business owner, the less anxiety you're going to have because you're going to see those anxieties flare up. You're going to see, Oh, yep. This is me just trying to do busy work. This is me procrastinating. This is me doing everything, but the one or two things that I'm the most scared about doing, which might be recording two or three new podcast episodes and publishing them and not worrying about whether or not your family's listening, because we don't care if your family's listening. We want your potential customers to listen. So, um, the faster you can do that the faster you can actually focus your time on the things that are going to get you to the goal and inside of my my you know my coaching experience this is the things that i focus on i do not focus on things that don't matter i don't focus on things that are good for your pride or give you an ego boost right we're not i mean of course i'm doing that i'm coaching i'm helping you feel good about yourself but i also recognize that what really matters is getting certain key things done quickly before your brain can stop the progress and overthink things. Because I know your brain is hardwired for anxiety. If you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, I already know you have more routes for that, more connections for that in your brain. And your brain is going to maximize its its amount of stress. And it's going to come up with a bunch of reasons. And then you're going to think, well, this isn't really going to work. So should I try it? Should I do that today? Nah, I'll just put it off till next month. And before you know it, your brain has completely psyched you out of doing the things that need to happen. And then that's the evidence that see, it didn't work. Um, I had this, a little example of this come up last week, a a new client. She just launched her uh, podcast. She's a realtor, lovely, lovely woman. And, um, she's a great realtor and she's, she's fantastic and she's funny and she's got an amazing personality. And, um, I noticed on her show, because it's new, and I know that there's, there's a normal amount of anxiety when it's new. I went through this too. The difference is it took me like three years to get comfortable talking to you guys and three years of not doing very much because I was so concerned about what other people thought about my show and my voice and whether or not I knew what I was doing and all of that, right? I let that hold me back from really connecting to the people that I can help. So I, I recognized in her, I noticed, I said, you know, you're, you're getting quieter and quieter on your microphone. Um, can we talk about that? Like what's going on? Because when you started, you, your personality was really front and center and that's, I love your personality and your clients love your personality. So we want your new online clients to love this amazing part of you. It's one of your best selling points. And we talked around it for a little while and then eventually I, we got down to, she said, well... My nephew was listening to the show and I knew right away, nah, do not have your, your family and friends listen to your show. It is built for one thing. It is not a personal podcast. It is not built for those people. And as you know, people will have, even with the best of intentions, people will have lots of opinions that just are irrelevant. And all they're going to do is feed into that entrepreneurial anxiety. And like it's like pouring gasoline on every worry you've ever had. And so sure enough, he in his kindness, in his helpfulness, he's never started a podcast. He's never made money from a podcast. He's not even a business owner. He doesn't know anything about (laughs) taking something from scratch and turning it into money. And all the effort that she's done over all these years to build this very successful, thriving real estate business, you know, 28 years. Here's this kid, doesn't know anything about anything. And he's like, hey, you know, I didn't think that your audio sounded very professional and I didn't think this and this and this. Now I will tell you when we produce podcasts, they are professional and the audio is on point. So he didn't know what he was talking about. And she immediately, she didn't tell me, she just immediately started pulling back emotionally. Those entrepreneurial anxiety thing started roo- running around in her brain like crazy and telling her, yeah, you know what? Wow. Who am I to do this? I'm not, this isn't even going to work. Like, why am I doing this? And, you know, and she, she was imagining the wrong people listening to her show. So when we got down to this, I was able to say, no, that's not what the show is about. That's not who it's for. Um, however, of the best of intentions, You're going to need to politely ask your friends and family to not listen to the show. And if they still continue to listen to the show to not give you feedback, you're, you know, you're, you've got a handle, you've got a coach, your coach is telling you the things that need to be improved. And those are the things that actually move the needle. And, um, the rest of it is just going to stop you from making, doing the things you need to do to connect with your actual audience, which are potential buyers. And as soon as I said that, she was just like, oh, like a relief just went out of her. I could literally see it. And she was like, you know what? You're right. That's what was going on. I was, I was allowing this one comment from a, from my nephew that I love dearly, but you're right. He doesn't know anything about what we're doing. And, um, I allowed that to dictate what I was actually doing because those, that anxiety, right, that entrepreneurial brain that's constantly looking for things to go wrong was just running rampant. So it, it flipped the script, flipped the script for her and it got her back on track and it made her control what's going on in her brain and recognize that you can't let that 80% old rundown gas engine control moving forward with your future. Uh, that, that old like way of thinking is only doing one thing, keeping you familiar. And the last time I checked There was never a single brain that was like, hey, I'm going to go out and start a business. I am so excited. A brain is never going to say that because a brain doesn't know what starting a business is. Uh, A brain doesn't know what it's like to make a bunch of money from something that you invented and created and have brought to life, right? The brain will only celebrate that after it's happened, and then that will become the brain's new reality. So there's a couple ways to combat entrepreneurial anxiety, business anxiety, um, I'd say the two biggest ways that you make the decision to move forward and don't let joining, say my program, don't let the thoughts and the, and the brain trying to hold you back. Don't, don't give that a lot of credence. That doesn't like, it's not based on any experience at all. And so what that means though, is that I want you to, what we do inside my program is that we look for evidence, right? This is the only way to move forward, which is we do the things that are simple and quick and fast because we want to move over those areas of anxiety as quickly as possible. We do not want to waste two, three, four, five, six months building a podcast. We're gonna do it in a month. And that's because <clears throat> I know, one, I know it can be done because I figured out how to do, do that. And number two, because I know how high the entrepreneurial anxiety is in a in in your brain in your business brain. And so once we start, then my biggest job as your coach is to show you uh, evidence that it is working. And I'm doing this specifically for that part of the brain. So for instance, when you sign up, you know, in the beginning, we're going to look at some download numbers, but that's really just to show your brain, look, people are listening. I actually don't care what the number of downloads are because we can make money off of very small, small downloads because we connect directly with the people that we're speaking to. Um, so we, we look for evidence. This might also show up as we look at, you know, how people are now opening your emails. So we're looking at that higher increased open rate. Maybe it's a click through rate. We're constantly looking for the evidence that it's working. And in the beginning, that evidence is going to be small. It's going to be small because this new car is barely rolling forward, but it is progress. It is progress. And a master person that can master their brain's entrepreneurial anxiety understands that the more evidence you can give for progress, the better. It quiets down that anxious part of the brain. But then what's going to happen is your brain's going to go, yeah, but it's only two people. Oh, but it's only this. Oh, but that's not enough. Oh, see, it's not working. And so this is where I come in and say, no, no, it is working. And we're going to ask that part of your brain to just shut up and sit down and say it's we're gonna we're gonna continue adding to that progress over time, and eventually you're gonna see much faster progress. But in the beginning, yes, it's small, but it is still progress. It's still more than you had before. So to go back to let's say that that old rundown gas car is your business. It's leaking sales. It's hard to get leads. When you get leads, they don't convert. Right. It's hard to convince them to actually buy. Um, you feel like you're leaving money on the table. You feel like you're doing a bunch of things, but nothing's really happening. Um, maybe you've tried some things and then it hasn't happened. And then you're like, well, I guess it just won't ever happen. So there's lots of reasons that are going on of things that aren't, you know, p- potentially not working. Now we've tried my new system and now all of a sudden, like the window rolls up, that's progress. Now all of a sudden you're able to get the money to put a latch on the back trunk so now you can put you can put travel gear in it. Maybe a month or two later, wow! You just fixed your air conditioning unit, right? That is progress. <laughs> that's that's amazing progress because now we're fixing things and we're improving things as we go. And then pretty soon, before you know it, you've actually repainted the car. It looks great and it runs like it did thirty years ago. Like that's just a visual a visualization to get you to understand how this new system can actually have progress in small ways, but we have to focus on the things that are improving and celebrate those things to quiet this part of the brain. Okay. And the best, most successful entrepreneurs understand this. They understand this. This is a muscle that you have to work. You have to control. If you let these in certain parts of your brain that are going to always, always give you things to make you feel uncertain, We cannot let the feelings of uncertainty and worry and anxiety dictate decisions because you'll never go anywhere, right? You'll never go to the places that your vision wants to take you. So that's number one is we look for immediate, fast, small progress, and we celebrate that progress and we keep celebrating and we keep going after constant, small improvements until we get the whole thing running like a top. And it does work because I've done it myself many, many times. The second reasons that we can, the second way that we can quiet entrepreneurial anxiety or business anxiety is to stop focusing on how you, your pride, your ego, how you feel. And I know this is so hard to hear. I did this for many years myself, so I know exactly <laughs> what it's what it's like. It's easy to focus on how we feel. And our brains are like, yes constantly oh my gosh you feel so bad you're so worried you're so anxious right like that's that same part of the brain going oh my gosh let me comfort you let me show you how to not you know get hurt right we're going to just do a bunch of things that don't matter we're going to clean our house we're going to check some emails we're going to not sign up for podcast persuasion because it's scary and we're it's new we're going to do all kinds of things that's your brain trying to comfort you which is really, again, trying to keep you in the familiar, keep you safe. And what I want you to do, the second biggest strategy you can do is to focus on the other person, focus on this potential customer that you know, you can help that you want to help and you want to get results for the minute you start talking to that person and visualizing that person and visualizing, helping that person. It is just a transformational psychological thing that happens. You just immediately quiets the worries in the brain. Immediately removes your anxiety because it's putting you and your brain focused on something outside of yourself. Focused on somebody else's problems or the result you can help them get. This is the these two things, looking for evidence of progress, small evidence of progress and focusing on in your podcast, in the in the things, the decisions that you're making, on the thing that you want to do and the person you want to help. This is the these are the two fastest ways to quiet uh business anxiety and entrepreneurial anxiety in the brain, which then what happens is you release a little bit of, of uh you know oxytocin or whatever the little good uh chemical hormone that makes you feel good you immediately um empathize with the other person that you're visualizing helping which makes you feel better and it calms the cortisol in your brain. And then you take different steps, right? You show up, you record the podcast episode. You're thinking about your potential customer and how excited they're gonna be when you help them, or they walk into your establishment because they heard your podcast story or episode. You're visualizing that, which then quiets your brain, which then makes you publish the episode, which then makes you go, oh, I am gonna do that Facebook ad with Camille, right? Because I want more people to see this. I want more people to come to my podcast and listen to that episode. So it just flips the script. And this is actually the way that I have built all of my million dollar businesses is focusing on these two big things, focusing on small bits of evidence to the point of obsession until I got it to big things of success, right? I took little successes and I built and built and built until I got to big successes And I'm constantly focused on you guys, talking to you guys. I'm not thinking about the fact that, oh, I have a little bit of a cold and, oh, maybe my voice sounds slightly unprofessional. I don't care because I know I can help you start a podcast that makes money for you. I know that. And I know my system is better. It's faster. It's streamlined. It's less expensive. So I'm not worried about how I sound today. Because if that's going to help you not sign up with me, I already know that's just your entrepreneurial brain telling yourself it was never going to work anyways. And, um, you know, it's not going to work unless you sign up with me and allow me to help you do that. So these are the types of things that you can do that I have done repeatedly. And I hope this helps you think a little bit differently about maybe signing up with me. Um, and, and just moving forward, right? Taking that step that is going to feel nerves, nerve wracking and a little bit anxious, but that is just your brain trying to hold you back. Don't let that happen. And um, I really hope to see you inside of my program. Hey there, if you're still listening to me, I know I might have just gotten through to you a little bit and you're a little bit intrigued. And so if you'd like to take the next step, reach out to me. Let's chat. Let's, let's see what I might be able to help you do inside of this program. Uh, it's simple, it's free, no obligation. There's a link down in the show notes, you can schedule an appointment with me. And let's just spend 15, 20 minutes trying to, you know, think through what might work for you and how you might be able to use a podcast as your main way of bringing you new customers and making more profit. So reach out.